Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 23rd of August and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can always pause the PowerPoint slides here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, then head on over to our website and read the disclaimer there. All right, well, a much better night in the US on Friday night. A little bit of the end of week book squaring. You kind of get that impression ahead of Jackson Hole this week, which has now become a virtual symposium as opposed to an in-person symposium. But uh, certainly a, a little bit of positivity creeping into the US markets on Friday night. We had the Dow Jones back above 35,000 at 35,120, up 226 points or up 0.65 of a percent. The Nasdaq screaming ahead up 1.2%, 173 points, 14,715. And the S&P 500 up 36 or 0.81, which is middle for diddle, 44.42 on the S&P 500. The VIX index, as you would expect with this blast of positivity infecting the US markets, fell 14.35%, back down to 18.56. So it does look like the trading range there of the VIX around 16 to around 22 in terms of that index there. Our SPY futures pointing to a 35-point gain or 0.47 of a percent. We did see a 2.2% loss in the index last week on the ASX 200. So we are expecting a little bit of positivity this morning. Of course, that could all be tempered by the 11 o'clock update from New South Wales. In terms of commodities, much better night for iron ore, up 6.8%, $8.90 to $139.10. Funny, it didn't seem that long ago we were talking about iron ore at 220, not 140. But uh, it does seem as if it's bounced off that 130 level, and certainly that will be encouraging for the likes of BHP, Rio, Fortescue, etc. Other commodities we saw Brent crude 65.18 down a dollar 27 or 1.9 percent. WTI down a dollar 37 to 62.32. Geez, that's come off a long way. That oil price about 10 bucks. For both of those, 2.15% for WTI and gold inching higher up 90 cents. Gold really has been a little bit of a spectator in the recent uh, volatility that we've seen on commodities. 17.84 for the gold price. In other commodities, we had copper up 1.7, nickel up 0.5, aluminium up 0.4, zinc down 0.7, lead up 0.2, tin having another seriously nasty day down 3.4% in terms of that tin price. Aussie dollar, 71.46 currently. And here you can see the S&P 500. We are hitting the dog days of summer in terms of the US market as we approach Labor Day and the end of holiday season, the end of driving season. But you can see the S&P 500 managed to hold it all together going into the weekend, closing up 0.81%. As far as weekend stories go, well, we know that uh, Delta is forcing New Zealand and Australia to rethink COVID strategies, and the FDA is pushing to approve the Pfizer two-dose COVID-19 vaccine, Moderna's approval to last 
at least several weeks later. It seems strange that Pfizer is the vaccine of choice here for many people if they can get it, yet it is only just getting approval in the US. Pediatric hospitalizations are all-time highs, many patients presenting with no underlying conditions. And the Treasury Secretary Yellen has told senior White House advisers that she supports reappointing Powell as Fed Chair and Biden likely to make his decision around Labor Day. So I guess Jackson Hole is becoming a job interview for Federal Reserve Chief uh, Jerome Powell. And we are seeing uh, Wall Street being just as baffled as it was last year with so many unknowns. Widespread virus in the U.S. economy and uh, the country now is uh, starting to take hold again. So the numbers in the U.S. creeping up dramatically. Uh, Bitcoin knocks on the door of 50,000. And today, what's on in our market? We do have some numbers out from Japan, which I know you'll all be dying to see. Manufacturing and Services PMI for August. We do have Jackson Hole this week. In the US on Friday, Tesla was up 1%. Apple up 1%. Microsoft up 2.6%. Facebook up one2 Rio was up 0.1% of a percent. Nothing very exciting there. BHP up 1.2%. And it's hip to be square, up 2.2%, which obviously has implications for the afterpay share price. 10-year yields in the US, 1.26%. Australia, 1.07%. Germany, minus half a percent. We have had numbers out this morning with Reliance Worldwide doubling profit and record dividend, with net profit climbing 110% to $188.2 million. And Ampol looks like it's bidding for Z Energy, 2.5 billion valuation there. Uh, so that's uh, a good news for Z Energy shareholders. And Qantas is reporting on Thursday, and media reports today suggested it could be looking at another equity raise of around a billion dollars. And Mark McGuinness, who is the, well, was the CEO of Premier Investments, who is stepping down to spend more time with his kids, he's going to remain a long term shareholder. And battle lines continue to be drawn in Hewan Aquaculture, with Twiggy Forest owning 18.5%, and JBS, which is the Brazilian meat company, which is bidding for Hewan, uh, may be referred to the FIRB, the Foreign Investment Review Board. And Spark Infrastructure, their numbers drop tomorrow, and it looks like the board could be on the verge of signing off on a $5.2 billion takeover for the company. $2.95 is the reported price there for that one. There has been negotiations around that one uh, for some time now. Question of the day today, uh, what word do you think defines the reporting season so far? Certainly we have had reporting seasons where the word is challenging and that has been a dominant feature of many reporting seasons recently. But the one word that uh, springs to mind this reporting season, well the AFR has covered it this morning, is transition. So is that the word you're picking up from reporting season so far? The dominant theme, transition. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there. It's a fantastic group. Three and a half thousand plus members there now. Members helping members is the motto. And thanks to everyone who uh, spent Friday night on the on the couch, I was going to say, uh, but watching Ask the Analyst with me. We went for about a, an hour 20 on that uh, webinar on Friday, answering questions and going through around five stocks that you guys have suggested as potential 
whale stocks, potential multi-bag stocks. So if you haven't caught up with that already, there is a link in today's newsletter and on the one over the weekend as well. So uh, it was pretty well watched both in live and on iview catch up tv well, that's it for me today thanks very much for listening and have a great day <laughs>